There is no sex in the champagne room, but apparently sex on a reality TV set that may have been caught on camera can shut down production. Meanwhile, the Bill Cosby defense calls one witness and rest after one day. And this may be fake news, and I may be too lazy to check it out, but it's just too good to mess up. A surgeon removed 28 pounds of feces from a constipated man over the weekend. Yes, we're talking about that and other stories that we had great conversations with you about all day yesterday on the Daily Recap podcast for June the 13th, 2017. And welcome to the podcast. My name is Jay Cleveland Payne, and we hope we're getting better and better at this every single day. But of course, it helps that we have great people to talk to. That's you folks out there having the conversations on the topics. Some are the hot trending topics. Some are surprising which ones get the love, and some are just kind of out there. And today we have all that we have the gamut of all three. This is a daily recap podcast from thisisconversation.com, where we have the best conversations with you out there across the Internet. Now, you can be a part of the conversations in real time by checking out our Twitter feed and just reacting to those stories. And that is, of course, TH underscore conversation. Also on Facebook, you can react there at This Is a Conversation. That's how you find us there. And on our website, all the links, uh, our Twitter links essentially become the page links, plus extra things at thisisconversation.com. While you're at the website, stop by the link to sign up for the conversation conversation survey panel what we want to do is get your opinions on greater things and get you a little money into your pocket we have companies and other organizations that pay us to find people for surveys and we find you for surveys you fill out the form in this conversation survey panel application form and if we find a survey that you qualify for we'll send it to you because you're qualified we'll pay you directly to your paypal just like that find that at this is a conversation.com slash survey panel and on to the stories. Let's start off with Bachelor in Paradise. The whole production was shut down, and we assume it's going to be permanently after an incident. That's in air quotes on a lot of places between uh, DeMarco, DeMario Jackson and Corianne Olympios. Now, the incident apparently was what you do on these scenes. Now, if you remember about, I don't know, 10 years ago or so, uh, there was a show called, um, what was it called? Paradise Island. And it was essentially a castaways for... Uh, people that had been on reality shows that looked really cute and just got to hang out and hook up with each other. And the game show aspect was every so often you get to change who you hooked up with and eventually you got voted off the island and new, new people got brought in to hook up. It was essentially watching people hook up over and over again. It was really ridiculously stupid. And this is what this is. Bachelor in Paradise is a cast off from the Bachelor and Bachelorettes, people that didn't get picked, who are essentially hanging out together, seeing what goes on. The real world with Bachelorettes, people who, you know, too lazy to go out and find their own dates. Well, apparently that's not what happened between DeMario and Corrine. They were having a little bit of fun and, you know, drinking for breakfast, getting a little bit tipsy and a little bit um, extra enamorous, if you will, and found themselves... Um, in a situation that brought in, um, well, cameras had to be stopped if they were going. Allegedly, the two were having sexual encounters in the pool, and production was stopped right then, right there, immediately. And we're assuming not to be picked up for Bachelor in Paradise, which would mean if they kill this in the middle of this taping, probably won't come back for another season of Bachelor in Paradise, which I won't mind, but... Apparently, many people do because this was the most responded to by leaps and bounds. This was about 220% greater than the second highest story responded to all day. So I was surprised when I put it up there, and I put it there kind of later in the morning, and people still jumped on this one pretty quickly. 
Now, Megyn Kelly is under fire for a televised Alex Jones interview, and I got confused on this one. This actually hasn't happened yet. It's actually going to air next weekend, but they hyped it coming up for next weekend. Megyn Kelly's new NBC Sunday show not being as well regarded as expected, and sometimes it happens when a big-time anchor moves from one space to another and people start pulling out the knives because they she spurned the other lover, if you will. And people are still a little hacked that because she came in kicking Tamron Hall and Al Roker off the regular spot for the mornings, um, they're a bit hacked for that. So, number one, she had the sort of crazy interview with President Putin, which was crazy. Now she has an interview with a crazy person, in a sense, Alex Jones, a conspiracy theorist who has a talk show with about a million listeners every day, which is nothing to sneeze at. But he essentially is one of the guys who kind of pushed the guy towards the Pizzagate thing. He tosses a lot of just kind of weirdest, fringest news, and he plays very uh, loose with uh, the facts. He had an interview. There was a piece written about him uh, by a person who tried to interview him on his. Who went to Texas for, to to meet the guy? So he did everything good to good to find him. He couldn't find a studio. That's because the studio was at his house. He couldn't do a lot of things. And then he finally got a hookup with his producer that said, "Oh yeah, we can make this thing happen. Let's do this right here." And then the reporter was like, "No, I don't want to go on the air. But can I? Can I do this uh, right after he's done with the show? So he's prime and ready so I can do the interview because I don't really have time to do an air. This is just for a writing piece." And the guy said, okay. And so so as the guy's leaving leaving his hotel, heading to the airport because he's going to be hanging in the airport for a while because he's leaving town that day, um, he listens to the show start, and Alex Jones, of course, opens up with the uh, promotion that he's talking to this dude, this um, reporter. And then 20 minutes into the show, the producer says, uh, we just got this text, of course the text happened the day before, uh, that he can't, he's backing out. And then so Alex Jones had this big, he's backing out, he's backing away to mainstream media, he's afraid of me type thing. A little fast and loose. We'll see how this works out with the interview, whether it actually airs, since we do have uh, almost full week until it pops up, and how long Megyn Kelly will keep this coveted role at NBC. We've had various issues where big-time anchors have been pulled from one station to take to another, and then the show magically disappears pretty soon when people just don't like it. Bill Cosby's defense team called one witness yesterday and then called it quits. They called the end of the day, rest of the defense. Now, late last night, the jury went to deliberating of the case. We'll see how many days that takes. And, of course, as soon as we have something there, we will have that in our conversations list. Uber Vice President Michael ML Michael is out as pressure is mounting on management changes for Uber. In fact, they're looking for uh, getting rid of the CEO uh, because things aren't working right at the moment. There's dealings with the whole lying about the, the autonomous car uh, information they were using. There's information about all the sexual and racial rela- uh, allegations going on at Uber. Just a whole lot of things going on and a big hit on the bro culture that is really big in the Silicon Valley type startups these days. Although the people who are really funding these things, the old-time Wall Street folks, aren't all that cool with bro culture when they're not making money and when they're looking bad. And so right now, they're looking bad. They're not making money. Although the PR people for Uber say the big issue is not a sexual harassment thing. The big issue they have at Uber is essentially payment, getting people paid the right amount of money. So we'll see how Uber works this thing out. We had actually a lot of Trump things going on, uh, the first of which we have where the Maryland and the D.C. attorney generals are filing lawsuits against Trump for all his actions being unconstitutional. Uh, the biggest complaint they have, and they have a lot of complaints, 
is the Trump Hotel in D.C. that is taking active payments from foreign governments and also various other entities uh, that can be seen as doing favors for Donald Trump because Donald Trump, even though he technically isn't making money off it, he really, really is making money off of this. He's not divested himself from his businesses in any sense or fashion, but that's what Donald Trump does. The second Trump story we had was Melania and Barron Trump are officially moving into the White House now that Barron Trump's school year is over, which makes perfect sense. School year is over, so there'll be less Secret Service uh, double teams uh, having to deal with all the issues being in New York City and Trump Tower. How they'll be repaid for that, we'll see what happens. But uh, Donald Trump's son and wife, third wife, of course, and well, sixth kid or something like that, are now officially in the White House. Barron Trump's going to a private school, I'm sure. All those things have been, you know, those things get reported. It's kind of important to people in the D.C. area and in the know to see what's going on in those things. But Barron Trump is now going to be living in D.C. We'll see how he deals with the D.C. natives as opposed to his New York native friends. And the third Trump story that um, came in fairly early in the day, but I heard about it first early in the day, but then you get a chance to get it posted in the conversation until later in the day. There's a production of Julius Caesar done by the Shakespeare in a Park Company, although they don't do it in a park, they do it in a theater, that has the sponsors running from the production because apparently they didn't realize it depicted the Senate and Julius Caesar himself as Donald Trump and basically the administration. Donald Trump plays Julius Caesar, or Julius Caesar is played as Donald Trump, and of course Julius Caesar gets assassinated in the end, because, spoiler alert, that's how Julius Caesar ends with him being assassinated at the end of it. Now, there's some back and forth on the actual meaning of the production, whether it's art or not. And sponsors have every right to pull out of it because they can do that. But the comparison to Kathy Griffin, quote-unquote, assassinating the president and holding a, be- a bloody head up in the photo galleries, something that she made up, and uh, Julius Caesar, which reimages it as the Trump administration, where Trump gets killed because Julius Caesar gets killed because that's how the play ends, is where things got kind of goofy. Now, I have seen Macbeth reimaged as a World War II era drama where people are, they do have the sword fight at the end, but the people are wearing a garb from um, the early 1900s, uh, 1940s, World War II, I guess, not middle 1900s. Uh, and they're they're walking, they're seeing the, the script in Shakespearean language, but they're dressed around as if they were walking around in the 40s. And so, so you can, those things happen. They make things uh, modernized for different things. But this is a case where they ultra-modernized it, and now the people who are paying to make this thing go on are running away, running away very fast. Republican Congressman-elect Greg Gilf- G- Giaforte, forgot about that guy, the guy who body-slammed a reporter the night before an election and still won the election, has pleaded guilty to, man, to um, misdemeanor assault and, not quite manslaughter, misdemeanor assault, and he will undergo anger management classes. That's what the plea has done for that one. So I guess uh, sometimes being a bit aggressive does pay in your political career. Now, this is a story that may or may not be true, but I was just too lazy to go double-check it, and it was in a couple places, and it was trending like crazy, still trending this morning, so it was like, I'm going with this. Surgeons removed 28 pounds of feces from a constipated man over the weekend. Now, the back end of the story is, no pun intended, a man who has been dealing with essentially constipation issues, bloating issues, for 22 years, and he finally gets goes to surgery because it's so bad, and they remove 28 pounds of unprocessed uh, poop out of the man 
His parents just thought, you know, he was just kind of, you know, just always bloated. It was no big deal. But for 22 years, apparently it was a pretty big deal. Hopefully he's feeling much more relieved at this point. This is one that just might be fake news. But if it isn't, I am so glad I stumbled across it. And the Golden State Warriors, of course, take the rubber match. That's game three in baseball talk, although it's basketball, versus the Cleveland Cavaliers. They win 4-1 to one to get their second NBA title in three years. And whether this is going to be a rivalry or a dynasty on both ends, we shall soon see. But right now, we know the parity is not quite working. The Golden State Warriors, who were the best team in the West for two years, so good that they had to have an enemy join them to make them even better. And the Cleveland Cavaliers, who have the best player in basketball, whose supporting cast just didn't stand up the way they could have last year they did. They stood up and came back from a 3-1 deficit this year. They could not make it all the way back to the deficit. And LeBron James, although heroic, was still able to was not, not able to overcome it one more time. Of course, we had rumors a couple days ago about LeBron leaving Cleveland again, this time heading to L.A. because that's where his house is. We'll see how that goes. And our first message of the day goes out to another comeback kid. Looks like Lindsay Lohan is back in the game. She's got an acting gig, and many people believe that the role she's playing, although we don't really know much about it, has her wearing a wig because of the cute bob haircut and red hair that apparently she's back to. We'll see whether it's back to the all natural or just wearing a cap for the dime. But she's in a new series, or in a series, uh, a British uh, comedy series uh, that stars the guy who played Ron Weasley. I don't have, you know, the time or the uh, caring to check out his actual name. Uh, but he played Ron Weasley in the Harry Potter movies. And we'll see how it comes out. Of course, we talked a few days ago about Amanda Bynes wanting to get back into acting after being three years sober. We've known for many years about Lindsay Lohan's issues and her demons she's been fighting Hopefully she's on the men. Hopefully she's on a good swing and will stay there uh, forever. We hope forever. If not forever, at least a mighty, mighty long time. Tossing a, a big Prince uh, reference there. And we're glad to see Lindsay Lohan doing what she does best, being an actress and not just being a menace. And those are the stories we talked about all day yesterday. Of course, one from this morning from This is a Conversation. We uh, can't do this conversation thing without you. So make sure you're in on the conversation telling us which ones are the biggest, which ones aren't. I was so surprised by that Bachelor in Paradise thing because I could care less about The Bachelor and all that stuff. But people really loved that story. Got a lot of response from that one. So if you want to see a major response to a story that right now is the lead, and it's only Tuesday, it's, it's the lead by leaps and bounds from the weekend stories of our top story for the top 10 for the weekend. So if you want to see something beat that one or get a little, a little closer, make sure you're tuned in today for all the conversations we have. The easiest way to, to react is just to react to us on Twitter. That's the big numbers come from on Twitter. Go to this or TH underscore conversation. That is TH underscore conversation is our feed on Twitter. You can also react on Facebook as well. Just like the links or share it if you will. Uh, that is This is the Conversation. And the main website, thisistheconversation.com. Leave some comments there as well. People do that. Also, just leave a comment on the website. Those get collected as well. While you're there, make sure you stop by and check out some of our sponsors. We have very, very awesome sponsors doing their best to help a lot of us get things done, including uh, this week, not added to the page, but you'll see them uh, coming up very soon, is a group called Fizzle and Fizzle.co. Fizzle.co is a community of entrepreneurs who are helping lots of people out there get their stuff done, including me. I've been a member of Fizzle uh, for a, a little over two years now. And by going through the classes, the trainings they have, and the forums, and just the various stuff they have, Fizzle is doing a lot to help me keep this running as a business so that I can provide great conversations for you. 
right now. If you have a small business out there or maybe a not-so-small business out there or want to get into the business game, Fizzle.co may be the shot for you. Check out the website, and by the time you hear this, there should be a link for Fizzle.co in the sponsors. Uh, check them out, and you can get yourself uh, five weeks for free. That's right. So we've got to use the, the link inside our sponsor page to get five weeks for free to get that deal right now. So check that out as well. In fact, just check out as many conversations as you want to. You can also send us information about the conversations we're not quite having you want us to have. And, of course, this is the part where I say thank you a couple times. So let's do six today. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you so much for being a part of the morning, the afternoon, and the evenings of conversation we have on the Internet. We cannot do this without the best people to yak at. That's all you guys right there. Thank you for yakking with us. For more information on some of my other projects, check out my website, jclevenpain.net. And, of course, make sure you are subscribed to the podcast so that you are getting all of the podcast stuff, as well as seeing our stuff in our feed so you can see what the conversation is going down. Check on us every so often. We do appreciate that. And, of course, come back tomorrow. We will go down another big list of great conversations and, and sometimes some just really weird stories uh, to get in with with you uh, from this podcast, this is a conversation.com.